Beautiful listeners, you know we love you, and we appreciate all the support you've given us to this point. If you would like to further support us in our art, in our effort to allow these wonderful conversations to continue to take place, head over to patreon.com slash inside the sound. Why does that never, that little little tune never gets old? Uh, well, hey there, beautiful listeners. Welcome back inside the sound. This is Michael. And this is Ryan. Oh, there he is. I was wondering if you were, dumb. do you count to four before you do? Is that a, is that a conscious thing or is that, okay, never mind. Go ahead. I'm sure uh, you're the only one that noticed that. <laughs> How many beautiful uh, listeners, the first time they listen to an episode, they're like, this is Michael, and then pause, wait for it, this is Ryan. I'm like, wait a minute, why why is he pause? I don't understand what that, okay. Secondly, that that beginning track never gets old for you because you have an unabashed (laughs) love for your own music. I do. Is that so wrong? No, it's not wrong. But you know what I really was wrong. What I really love about that particular clip had nothing to do with me. It was that really awesome melodic guitar work I was listening to. That's that's really what I was excited about. But yeah, I thought it was great. I dug it. It was great. Anyway, (laughs) we uh, we are very yeah. (laughs) As a matter of fact, uh, we actually have a special guest joining us today. Uh, Would you care to introduce yourself to our beautiful listeners? Well, sure. Yes. Uh, my name is Lindsay Everly. Hello. Hello. Um, I live in Fairfax, California, and it's like this little hippie town uh, now called now kind of like a yippie town because um, now people here have money. But um, it's a fancy little hippie town. You know, you can go and get crystals at most stores and you can go get a tarot reading uh, at the local store and there's That's like you know, lots of organic foods. Yeah. They have like uh, before, you know, the, everything shut down in 2020, there was like <laughs> little music festivals and people would come out decked out in like seventies clothes. And like they would, you know, put hula hoops on their arms. I'm just giving you a, you know, like a, a picture I appreciate of where the I visual. live. Yeah. I love yeah, it. Yeah. It's real. It's real. Fantastic, like, the whole, like 1960s, seventies thing. It totally exists. It's right here in Fairfax. So I love it. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm a singer songwriter and I'm also a dueling pianos entertainer. That's oh, like, no my, way. yeah, it's my day job. I'm working on making the transition, okay. you know, like, like we all are, you know? Um, but yes. Uh, and then I also teach kids in this area. I do a little piano and voice during the week. And then I spend my weekends playing a lot of music and I'm also awesome. releasing an album right now. So I write Americana music 
and the album is called Destination, and it's releasing on a month-by-month basis throughout 2020. And it'll be fully released in December. So that's like my heart. 2022? 2022. That's right. I don't know what I've been in this apartment for so long. I don't even know. Well, how unfair is it that the year it is that the slowest year on record was followed by the fastest year on record? Because I just didn't I blinked and 2021's gone and I don't even Yeah. yeah, No, no, it didn't go fast. Sounds so like weird. you got a lot going on. Lately. Yeah, welcome and welcome to the show. We really, thanks. you know, we're happy to have you here, and yeah, uh, happy to. Ooh. Oh, it's the, it's the audience. Yeah, yeah, uh, because we would never forget that would never happen to to you know also, also the audience. Uh, welcome. I was interested by. The title of Hippie Town. Oh, Hippie Yippie? Town. Uh, Call it Hippie, Yippie. now Yippie. Uh, does, <laughs> um, does Tucson qualify? Because I feel that <laughs> all the necessary attributes are there. I've actually had some, no. put some thought into this, and I think Tucson is, is in this weird nether. It's like in this middle of a transition, and it's still a hippie town. I think it's still a hippie town. But there's, if you go, there's certain places where there's plenty of money. So it just depends. Right. Yeah. Any, any town is in transition. Yeah. You think? Yeah. 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 Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Fairfax is, it's a cool little place. Um, I like, I like being here because like, there's a lot of great music legends who have lived here. And I think that's cool. So Van Morrison lived here for 35 years. Oh, Van Morrison. Cool? Yeah. Okay. And, and some uh, history there with the music. Yeah, yeah. Neat. And uh, uh, Janis Joplin used to live in this area. She, I don't think she lived in Fairfax, but she would come to Fairfax. The Grateful Dead are from this area. So they, you know, if you go to like the local stores in Fairfax, they'll say, oh, yes, they used to come in and buy bread every day, you know, or, <laughs> you know, they, there's little cute stories about all these, all these musicians. Yeah. Santana lives somewhere in the area still. Your favorite guitar player, Ryan. Oh yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so it's 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 a nice little place to be. But I'm actually originally from Wisconsin. From Wisconsin. Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I've tried to get rid of the accent. It's it's hard to get rid of. Um, but yes, that's where I'm from. I like originally. the Western. That's a good accent. It's not you know, having a little bit of that kind of twang in your voice is not the same as the southern twang. It's no, no, no. you know, it's it's not bad at all. Yeah. Gonna make a, a hot dish. I'm gonna say hi to your mom for me. <laughs> uh, that's, that was good there. And you know, don't forget your bag. Don't forget your bag. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. <laughs> don't that's you know? Good. Yeah. That's right. That's real. <laughs> All that stuff is real. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I could do a whole. Yeah. I could do that for the entire hour, Ryan. We could talk about accents. Please don't attempt that. <laughs> Actually, Johnny it might Jones. be fun. It might be fun to see him attempt that and maintain it. I don't think I could. I don't. I don't think I could. I don't think it's possible for me to maintain an accent for more than a couple of words. Because then I just break down laughing, and I don't. You know, you, you've seen me every time I try to play the fun game with the guests. I always the first to lose because I laugh first. So I, I don't. Right. I, have, I have a twitch. <laughs> that knowing smile of yours right now, bro, is just all I all I needed to see. That just made my day. It's great. It's just fantastic. Back to the star of the show. So Lindsay, I'm. I'm. I'm just so excited to have you here and, and uh, I'm interested yeah, in your story. So like, cause you, you said your day job is dueling pianos. I mean, it sounds like you've been, 
you invested some time into this. How long, like, how did, well, I guess the, if I could take a few steps back, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> we'll use the, we'll use the, um, uh, the superhero collector, uh, uh, you know, memorabilia behind you, uh, Ryan here to, to illustrate our point, but you know, every one of those cool characters typically has some kind of a, an origin story. You seem like a pretty right. cool character yourself. So I'm kind of curious, like w- what was your origin? How did you get started and, and what was your journey into music like? Oh, gee. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, that's a long one. Um, I guess we could do the short version. And then if you find anything particularly interesting, well, I, you know, you <laughs> could can... aim, aim for the, the middle version. Cause this is long form. This whole idea with podcasts is we like talking to people and, and this is not for sound bites necessarily. So yeah. we kind of just yeah. want to get to understand you a little bit and where you came okay. from. Basically. Okay. Oh, sweet. Sweet. Um, yeah. So I guess with the start of dueling pianos, um, I'm from Wisconsin and I lived in Madison and um, I moved back home. I had been overseas for a while. And then I moved back home in like 2009 and I started playing in bands and I started playing keyboard and backing up. I started out in an Afro pop band. Afro pop? <laughs> Afro pop band. And okay. I loved it. And then I ended up working with some other artists and another original artist um, who was, you know, pretty well known in our, in our area. And, um, a guy who worked in dueling pianos would fill in for me when I, when I wasn't available for one of these gigs. Um, and so we had a conversation one day and he said, Hey, have you ever been to a dueling piano bar? And I said, no, I didn't even really know what it was. And I really feel like I should have known what it was, but he said, come out and check it out. You know, like it's called the Ivory room. It's in downtown Madison. I'm playing there on Wednesday night. Come and check it out. So I came over and I was like, okay, cool. So people were just throwing songs at him, putting it down on a sheet of paper, just playing whatever they wanted him to play. And he was playing it. And I was like, I don't think I can do this. <laughs> that's a, that's a high, that's a pretty high demand there. Like people walk in and you play whatever they want you to play. And he's like, no, you can do it. You know, you just got to start somewhere. And, you know, we always need some more females. It's, it's, there's a lot more guys doing that gig. He's like, it's always good to have some more women. I was like, okay, well, I guess I'll give it a try. And here I am (laughs) years later, I think about six years later. And, and, uh, you know, I definitely, it took a lot of time to get used to it. Um, of course I've grown a lot into the gig and gotten much, much better at it. Um, but it's been quite an adventure. It's been quite an adventure. I worked out there and, started doing started in the club in the club quote 50 cent god and you know was (laughs) um and then played like weddings and corporate shows for a really nice company out there and then ended up moving to california and i do the same kind of gig but i've got ended up getting a lot more opportunities um so last year i was in the caribbean for a month playing at a place called the red piano and i went to the beach every day. That was nice. That oh, was a nice wow. gig. Can't that was fun. That. Sounds great. And then there's a, yeah. And then there's a resort out in Texas. I'm in Austin. That's where I was in January. So I was out there playing at a, a lounge out there, specifically a solo piano lounge, not a dueling show, just me. And then, so I've, I've been getting some pretty interesting opportunities through um, just knowing people. And then this summer I'm going to be going to play at a piano bar in Germany on the border of Switzerland. Oh, so cool. I'm really excited about that. So, yeah, that's 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 like my day job. You know what I mean? Um, 
And then I teach kids too, but you know, the, the original music as, as you know, we all are like, it's like, you know, your heart and you pour yourself into it. And I'm you know working on the album and I'm going to be putting a band together and aiming to get everything ready and polished by the end of the year and going to be getting out and playing a lot more. The album's almost done. But yeah, I'm, I'm really excited to like have a band again because, you know, just the power of musicians playing together. There's just nothing like it. There's nothing like it. So, so that's like my dueling piano story. Yeah. So, and I do it every weekend. <laughs> obviously, so. uh, the piano is a huge part of your musical strength. Was yeah. that your first instrument? Yes. Yep. I started when I was eight. And so I've been doing it for a long time. And um, I was not one of the ki- one of those kids who was forced to take piano lessons. Um, I actually was begging my parents almost for them to get a piano and please let me have piano lessons. And it, I, I really decided that I, that's what I wanted when I was five. <laughs> <laughs> and then they, they eventually they kind of picked up on it and they're like, okay, all right, all right, let's get this piano from our friend. And Oh, there's a piano teacher nearby. And so, you know, I never, Since I really forever. never, never looked back. It's, it's just always been my thing. Yeah. Yep. Um, Do you remember what it was in particular about the piano that drew you in? Was it a song? Was it a, an individual? I like, I like the sound of it. Um, and I like the way it looked and I liked how easy it was to like play sounds. So my, my great uncle, um, they had a piano in their house and he introduced me to the piano when I was two. And my mom said she remembered me just being really, really happy and excited to be touching all the keys. And then when I was a little older, about five, I had a friend at school who was taking piano lessons. And when I'd go over to her house to hang out, I would ask her to play songs on the piano from her book. And I just loved, I just loved listening to it. And I loved the sound of it. And, you know, eventually I got piano lessons and, my parents were like, well, you can, you can do that too. You can learn how to play those songs. So yeah, it was the sound of it. And it just filled me up, you know, it just, it just lit me up in a way that I hadn't experienced from, from just being a a kid. So it was meant to be (laughs) the piano and I have been together ever since it's the longest relationship I've had (laughs) since forever. Right. Since, since two Two or five, somewhere around there. Yeah. Yeah. So you had a very uh, strong desire from early on. Um, Did you also know early on that you wanted to be a career musician or was that a interesting process coming to that conclusion? Yeah. um, I didn't really know. Um, that I was going to be a career musician. I just kind of followed my passion and, and followed what made me feel good. Um, so I, I did do music in college and in grad school. Um, and I just, when I went to college, 
I just kept taking music classes and I just didn't think of anything else I'd wanted to do. Like I just didn't really connect to biology or some of those gen ed classes, you know, like algebra, man, that was hard. (laughs) It's not, it's just not for me. Uh, English just didn't really inspire me. Um, I I probably, I could have done maybe like communications or something, but um, it just, I I just uh, kept going with, with music and music classes and it's just where I belonged. You know, it just had a really strong sense of belonging in that group of people, musicians, with the professors and I just rolled with it. And I, I was going to be a college professor. That was my plan. Cause I didn't really know. I didn't have a very clear idea. Um, even, you know, in my, from my experience, exactly what my options were, but I just knew that I was in, with the right people. Like I could feel it, you know, in the right environment. And I was like, well, I'm going to go with this and I'm going to be a college professor. And then that changed. I was like, you know, I got to, I got to play live music. That's what I want to do. And I don't know how I'm going to make an income from it, but I'm going to figure it out. (laughs) And it took some time. It did. Um, I I definitely uh, have struggled, you know, playing in bands in bars late at night till 2 a.m. for not very much money. Um, I'm sure we've all been there. Um, But eventually I, I stuck with it. And eventually I started getting better opportunities and dueling pianos has, has made it possible for me to be a musician and to, you know, make a reasonable income from it, which now I funnel back into music. That's great. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so it just, there wasn't a lot of planning, you know, like mm. I just kind of went with the flow and I just kind of always knew that I was headed in the right direction. That doesn't mean I wasn't worried sometimes. <laughs> and there were plenty of times when my parents were like, just get a real job or like <laughs> get a te- be a teacher, you know, for a school, like, like a public school, you know, and I'm like, oh, okay. It just didn't go right. You know, just, you just gotta go, you gotta, you know, go with what feels right. So, yeah. and I'm, I'm still kind of just creating, creating stuff, you know, with the, the dawn of the internet and <clears throat> Spotify and Patreon and um, Instagram and Facebook, you know, there's so many ways to be an independent artist and create original music and, you know, streaming live on online, streaming your shows online. There's just so many ways to actually um, have a sustainable income from music. And I'm just going to keep creating <laughs> and let things evolve and trust that, you know, trust, trust my intuition. Yeah. yeah I'm inspired of- by, uh, you know, your perspective and I, I wholeheartedly agree. I think, uh, I think there's so many ways and then, you know, there's, there's enough people and enough access now with the internet that there is an audience for everyone. Every I think style, there is, you know. Yep, yep. I'll never be a mainstream artist, um, and I know that. Um, but I think that there's people out there who would like to hear what I write, and who would connect with it. And I'm still in the process of figuring out who that is. Um, <clears throat> it takes, as you know, the album, this album that I'm creating, it's a new sound for me. Although it has actually been a sound I've been writing for many years. 
it's still kind of new. Hmm. Um, so yeah, I'm still figuring out exactly who it is, who, who would resonate with what I do, but I'm trusting that that will come together. Can I, can I then, cause that piques my interest. I was very interested to hear yeah. like your range. Cause when you go and you listen to a song like neon line, and oh, then yeah. <laughs> you listen to Georgia bound, you're like, yeah. that's a range. It's, it's not, I was not expecting to get such a, like a spectrum. So yeah. I'm curious about this sound. How would you describe the sound of the record that you're, that you're presently working on? It's very different from neon line. Um, so the album is called destination and it's, it's reflective of a style that I've been writing for a very long time. Um, so some of the songs that I've written that are going to be on the album, I wrote seven or eight years ago um, and very inspired by bluegrass. Why do I like bluegrass so much? I don't know. Like I'm a piano mm. player, but I love like Alison Krauss and union station. Um, I just fell in love with their music in college. Um, and I love three part harmonies and I love, like dobro and pedal steel and acoustic guitar. Um, I just really resonate, you know, with that sound. Um, and so the album, I wrote everything on my own, the whole album by myself, about half of it was during, you know, 2020 when I lost all my work, all my live music work was gone. So I just wrote music every day. <laughs> um, and so I, I went on to some of the parts I played on guitar. I'm not a great guitar player, but I did a little bit, play all the keyboard parts, but I went on to splice splice. I don't splice. know about splice. Mm. It's this great like sample library. You can subscribe. It's like mm. eight bucks a month, you know? So I went on there and found all these great samples of like pedal steel and acoustic guitar and things like instruments that I didn't have. Um, and I put them into my, into Cubase and I started writing these songs and looped it. And then sometimes would change it over to the piano or I'd pull in contact, you know, and, and put in a real, like, well, a synth drum or a bass line. And so I wrote a lot of the songs off the album like that. And then I took it to, I ended up getting very lucky and found just the perfect producer for me. And he lives in the area and he's been overdubbing all of the parts so we even have redone, like I've redone um, all the organ parts in his studio with a real, on a real Hammond. And he's like an all-in-one shop, you know? So he plays electric guitar. He plays uh, mandolin. He plays pedal steel. He plays bass. Uh, he does everything. And then he does all of the mixing. So it's, it's an acoustic album, I guess you could say. Um, and then I hired a drummer too. So it's, it's very like, it's not very electronic. It's natural. So it's people Whereas playing instruments. It's people playing instruments. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's not many samples at all of a couple, but not very much. It's all human. It's all human. <laughs> um, whereas with neon line. Authenticity. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's like the nature of Americana music right now is if you listen to like Margot Price or, you know, Lily May, it's all, um, you know, people playing those instruments. That's, that's, that's what it is. Um, but with me online, that one I just did by myself and pro tools, I was just kind of fiddling around and I always have like pop music and kind of a little bit of electronic music. And I was just using stock sounds. I didn't really, I was just, you know, kind of figuring things out and <laughs> I was like, I'm going to do this. And then I took it to a studio in LA and I did all the vocals there, oh, I see. but 
Yeah. And then he kind of just cleaned it up for me and he mixed it. And then, but for this album, I actually did all the vocals by myself on my own in my studio, just right over here. So it's, it's flip-flopped. It's kind of interesting how, how that's happened, but yeah. Yeah. That's the technicals part of it. Um, but yeah, it's, it's all human, human made. And, uh, it feels great. I'm, I'm excited to get out and play it later on this year. It's fascinating. That's exciting. To hear how, um, the musical life evolves hmm. and how, you know, the music itself comes to be. It's always, uh, you know, you mentioned not, not always having a specific plan kind of yeah. feels that that's the way it is in, in music. It's a, it, an adventurous, uh, type of life it is it's a totally adventurous kind of life i mean the thing too is with i mean you know the the, the jobs that i do dueling pianos there's a there's an element of creativity for sure in that gig but it's also a, a job you know um you go out and you play a show and and you take requests and you have some a little bit of creative freedom um to, to how you present the song um but when when you're um writing music creativity isn't logical it's not logical. It's like shows up when it wants. <laughs> and if it's not there, you still have to do something, you know, you have to write something or just show up. Um, and the muse, you know, the magic shows up when it wants to, the really great song shows up when it feels like showing up. So I think that, you know, being a musician and you're, especially when you're writing, like you, you, maybe you don't, maybe if you know it consciously, you might, maybe you might not know it consciously, but you kind of have to go with the flow of that because it's not logical, you know, creativity just, when I write some of these songs, like sometimes I write it like the end of the song first, you know, or I'll put in a drum beat and I'll like reverse engineer it. Like I just kind of go with what sounds right in the moment and what feels right in the moment. But then I, you know, I also, after I get a song done, like I'll be logical and say, well, this doesn't really make sense. I should put this, the bridge earlier, or change these two choruses, you know, make them a little different or, right. you know, add a chorus B. So. <laughs> yeah. The nuances, right. All the, the nuances of music. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's endless. Seems like you need it's a little space, a little bit yeah. of chaos and a little bit of order. You need a little both, you know, to create. Yeah, you do. Do you agree? Yep. Yep. You have to have a little bit of both in order to, to be, to make it in some way, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, you got to have a little bit of both. Um, you can't, you don't want to be too yeah, far definitely. on you one just be side. Swimming in, swimming in chaos the whole, your whole life. It's not, I can I've, just tell you it's not recommended. I've done it. I've, I've come this far doing, doing that. that. Here, here I am. <laughs> I, I survived <laughs> somehow. Uh, Lindsay, um, you mentioned, well, I think you, you kind of highlighted uh, your ability to go with what has felt right for you in your life. Mm-hmm. Um, how are you able to stick to your guns? You know, because you mentioned it's not easy. You get outside pressures telling you, you know, maybe this this might not be the thing to do. 
Yeah, you mentioned even family. Like, I mean, it sounded like they it's met with love and and support, but right. you know, even some people close to you thinking, ah, maybe go get a day job. I'm concerned. So, yeah, I'm. If I could just kind of piggyback on Ryan's question, as I usually like to do, <laughs> I'm curious. Yeah. Um, I mean, I I feel like at least where I've reached, you know, um, I I'm, I'm doing fine, uh, with what I do. Um, I feel like being able to support yourself independently with music is a pretty significant accomplishment. Um, agreed. It's yeah. Big time. Like mad yeah. respect for real. It's freaking cool. Yeah. And that's what I do. And I'm doing all right. And I am funneling what I do make and you know, the usual things. And then back into music. And I think that where I've gotten so far is proof that I'm doing something right. And it's worth continuing um, with what I'm doing. Cause I think it's going to continue to evolve and grow. And hopefully I can help others um, to follow their passions and to um, inspire them to trust themselves and trust what, um, feels right. And yeah. Um, to be, to be a creative person in a new world, you know, the world's changing a lot. Um, we're on our phones all the time and we connect with each other in very different ways. And it's just kind of the wild west, you know, for musicians and creative people, there's a lot of ways you can be successful. And I think that, um, you know, there's a lot of opportunity to be lead, a leader in today's world. Be leaders. And something I think that, that we need more. We need more yeah. leaders. Well, I think something that Ryan's pointed out to me uh, in a lot of conversations that I'll, I'll, I'll sort of echo over to you is there's this need for content. Like people are, are clamoring for it. Uh, networks and, uh, you know, yeah. Netflix and, you know, online. There's so many places for it. And it's like there's never enough. Can you believe that? Like we've yeah. produced more in one day than, you know, ancient and humans. Not just could, anyone can create. Yeah. Valuable content. Well, there's a lot of, there's a sea of content and not all of it's valuable. Most yeah. of it's great. No offense to everyone, but we, right. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, uh, if, uh, you know, people making weird conspiracy videos are making money off their YouTubes, maybe I can do something too. Kind of a mentality is my, yeah. You know, UFOs yeah. are real, man. <laughs> They are though. Here's the here's the wicked crazy thing is that they are, and don't get me started because the government let's finally not, admitted. Let's this. not okay. let's not derail this thing. Um, Pretty sure they're aliens. Okay, right. Lindsay, uh, you said something that I found uh, striking. Um, maybe you'd be able to elaborate a little bit on it. The whole trusting yourself, teaching mm -hmm. people to trust themselves. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a total like spiritual hippie. So, you know, <laughs> that's probably why I ended up in Fairfax, because um, it's kind of a hippie, hippie place, spiritual. People are super spiritual here and stuff. But um, yeah, trusting yourself is, um, um, <clears throat> you know, when, when, when you're in a sitting on your own and you have to make a, you know, a, a career decision, let's say you want to, you know, you have the option to work for yourself or, or get a job. Uh, doing something kind of similar, but working for somebody else, <clears throat> two options, working for yourself, 
working for somebody else. You know, yourself, and you imagine yourself, you know, in your home office and you're sending out emails and making calls and maybe, uh, you know, doing some spreadsheets or whatever it is you do. How does that feel? You know, spreadsheets. I'm trying to get <laughs> making budgets. Uh, you know, no, I just appreciate. I just again, stuff. it was just complimenting uh, your, your use of language, <laughs> and I appreciate the imagery. And each story yeah. how, how widely different it gets. Okay, go ahead. Spreadsheets. <laughs> spreadsheets. I make spreadsheets. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you know, you, you you when you're by yourself, you think of that. Okay. Um, and then you think of the creative things you could be doing and the freedom you have, you know, um, when you work for yourself to start a new project or try this, try that. And you think of maybe working for somebody else. Maybe it's a great company. You think of, uh, you know, having a, a boss, maybe a really great team and working on specific projects together. You have to think about what feels best. Um, so trusting yourself is kind of like, when you have a couple options in front of you, playing them through your mind and, and kind of checking with, with how your body feels, you know, and how you feel, do you feel elated and excited by one option and kind of low energy and kind of blah, you know, when you think through a different option. And for me, like, I mean, like I've really had no, no question. Like I, I years ago in college, I worked as a teller <laughs> And, uh, you know, I'd sit out in the little teller booth at the drive up and people would drive up and put their money in it and go, and go I love those the- things. The little vacuum. <laughs> that's great. The vacuum. Ah, the technology. Oh my God. Does so it even classic. exist anymore? I have no I don't. You don't really idea. see it. It's around, but you know, people don't. I don't think so. Maybe some. Yeah. Well, I did that. <laughs> And I thought like, I mean, there were some people who I worked with who had been a teller for 20 years, you know, 15, 20 years doing that. And I'm just like, "Hmm." how does it feel to sit in this little tiny space and listen to the sound suction sound (laughs) of dollar bills going through the pipes underneath? I'm like, you know, I don't really like that. I don't like that. Move on from that. So it's like that. It's it's like that, you know. Yeah, you gotta trust it. If you're not digging all, it, get out. Hmm. There's, I feel like there's an element of courage that also has to be there because I feel like there might be many people who don't want to be in that little box listening to the suction sound. Uh, <laughs> yeah. As an example, but they just don't have the courage to trust themselves it's it's not that easy um yeah it can be really tough um it's good to have the right people around you you know i mean when you're a musician and you're working with other people who are doing something similar it's easy to like connect and talk about hey you know we should keep doing this and we should keep aiming for what we feel is right um but yeah i mean it's 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 not always it's not always been that easy. There's been a lot of times when I'm like, you know what? I should just go get a realtor license. <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> I'm living <laughs> in the Bay. There's like maybe I could sell one house for like moment. $7 million. I don't know. And take like 10%. I don't know. Good. I so mean, 10 of those houses. And then I'm yeah. good. 
Yeah, totally. Totally. Like even over like a couple of years, you're fine. You're good. Um, but it still takes a lot of work. You know, it's, it's, it's you know, it's also it's a shifting like of the gears, you know, in your brain. So it's like, if I had to adjust my day to, because I'm in the same, I feel like I'm in the same boat, except my boat, I've been choosing the safe route for so many years and it's tough, you know, it's, it's tough so doing the on your own thing and not really knowing where to go, where to start. Yeah. And, but I admire the fact, and like Ryan said, you know, courage, I admire your courage. I admire that you've just, you've you know made a decision and that you've pursued it, you know, thanks. It's, uh, it's you know, it's inspiring to, just like well and this is why part of what we do we do we love hearing these stories and and we love sharing these stories because it's so important to see that that it's possible you know because you don't know anybody we talk to some musicians who have parents who are in the game and so it's like it's it's a more natural thing for them to consider in the first place right and then other people who you know no connection to it whatsoever so it's like we come on we come in many different forms and it's, yeah. there's, you know, there's not the same path exists for everyone, but it's good to see that there are other people doing it and that there are a lot of different people doing it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um, it's, it's, it's just a matter of, uh, um, it's a strong knowing, you know, I guess for me, it's a knowing, um, that the traditional way is just doesn't feel good. Um, I just, yeah. And, 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 you know, I mean, it's not been that easy too, because, you know, I was going to school in the two thousands, you know, <laughs> kind of before the dawn of the internet, the major dawn of the internet. And like, you know, they're just, we didn't know about Instagram or Facebook. It, it wasn't around, you know, right. and Patreon and Spotify didn't exist. And so I feel like sometimes if you're kind of in my age bracket ish, bracket-ish we didn't have an education and we didn't have the current opportunities back then and so you know there's just a lot of hazy years and it wasn't that easy it seems like it was a weird transition time right like the old model was sort of like slowly like dying like this terrible death you know a lot a lot lot of print media was was going through the same thing yeah but the music industry was going through that too the old model and this new model comes and emerges and sure the young people there's this weird there's this weird cutoff in terms of age where it's like people who are a little bit younger than me just a little more time in it and understand it better and then you know i I feel like i'm in i may be in a similar age bracket uh But you know what I mean? I, I feel like there's Keeping a real. yeah no I, I yeah but I can relate to this very much. Um, yeah, I, I think Ryan might be able to agree with me on this. What do you think, man? Yeah, I I'm just having a thought uh, as far as I love when you have thoughts. It happens <laughs> from time to time, you know. Yeah. Once every six months, I have a thought. <laughs> uh that a traditional life is okay like we're not trying to say hey right for sure a traditional life is not just as valid and just as fulfilling for some uh, people yeah because we need doctors please yeah. thank you we i do. don't want to cut anybody I, open thank you i don't want to <laughs> not for that. me i guess we're just speaking to the people like us who didn't feel right <clears throat> living that traditional life right and how it's okay to feel that way yeah because a lot of times i think some people might look at it as 
being irresponsible or um, yep. unable to adult. Yeah, totally. <laughs> but but it's it's not that simple. I don't think for for some people, it, it has to do with what you've been mentioning, Lindsay, which is I just don't feel right, or right. the proposition of this type of um career is just does not excite me whatsoever Mm -hmm. you just know that you're gonna get it just feels like you can't breathe when you think about (laughs) you know living in a traditional model um i mean you know uh it's just uh tough it's just obvious, you know, if, if you're meant to be in that or if you're not, uh, that's what I think. Um, you, you can feel it. You can feel it for sure. And and it's interesting, too, that like, I mean, I've known so many musicians who are considerably, you know, my seniors who kind of lived in the traditional model. Um, they were trying to get record labels, you know, back in the 70s and 80s. And it was kind of traditional. You know, you had to look really good you had to great have a great you had to play live you know um you don't really have to anymore if you don't want and you know you had to get a a record deal that was the only way you could make it and that really kind of was the truth you know back in the day when you were an artist but now we're in this whole different space like it's and we're all just trying to navigate it independent artists and youtube artists and you got the different social platforms and you've got sponsorships and patreon and like you said yeah. listed off facebook and yeah. so many ways so many ways to get your the content out there the technology yeah. has expedited all of that because back in the day you needed the power of a label you had to access to the technologies and the you know that had the money but now since everything is so readily available we're able to do things on our own that just weren't possible not yep. too long ago. The quality that you can reach in your home studio now with the basic equipment that isn't that expensive, just to be able to do what you did, right? Like track vocals in your own place. That's yep. kind of insane. Like, yeah, it's kind of awesome. And yet it I have is. it and then I just don't use it. I don't know what I'm sorry. I don't mean make it about me, but it just got me thinking of like, man, like, like there's no, re- I have it. It's sitting right there. It's, and it's even, it's hooked up. It's ready to go. I just got to hit the on button and start tracking yeah. some vocals and some guitar and man, yeah. I just, you know, it's got to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Got to be present. Yeah. Show up. Yep. Yeah. Show up. Yeah. Got to show up and then trust, trust the process. Trust the process. Do your research too. You do that too. <laughs> oh, that's the part I hate doing. I know. Do some research. Okay. Research. Do some research. Figure out where to put it. <laughs> what is it school. <laughs> do research. Research. <laughs> right. The school parts. Um, it's hard to escape. <laughs> so how did you, um, how did you come to this? this moment i guess when you decide this is the music that i want to represent me you know you said you had some songs in the bank so to speak how do you how do you know that any particular creation musical creation is the one that you want to put out into the world to represent you that was not an easy process (laughs) 
I'll tell you that. Um, you know, I just kind of floated around. I actually I have released a couple EPs. One, one EP I wrote um, quite a, a long time ago, and I never released it because it just didn't feel right at all. And I was like, I'm not going to put this out, but at least I did it. I have a CD and it's in my car. <laughs> I did it. I did it. Um, and then I just, you know, I, I just kept writing um, and I started to, I got better at pro tools and just started to, you know, create more stuff on my own. And I had always wanted to do something along the lines of all natural, all human played album. I had always wanted to do that. But back in the day, um, when I was just playing in bands and really not making much money at all, I, was, I actually worked in radio too. Oh, wow. And I love radio, but it doesn't pay. Let me tell you, it does not pay. Um, so I had, I didn't have a lot of money. And so I was like, I couldn't really, I wanted to pay musicians and hire them to play on an album or an EP. And I just couldn't really do it. Um, so I learned how to write music on Pro Tools, do it by myself. And that's how I ended up creating the online. Um, and, but I'd always wanted to, to create what I had, had been writing. I actually call it in my Google docs, <laughs> my, my dream album, my dream album. So it's finally happened. Uh, I met the, the right producer, but you know, I'd been, uh, writing this style for a long time. It's just singer songwriter, you know, singer songwriter. And I think that, um, my voice, the, the, just the, um, the way it sounds, it just sounds better with acoustic instruments. We all have different kinds of voices. Maybe some, some voices sound better with metal. Um, some people have operatic voices. You know, I just have more of a, a lighter, a higher pitched voice that works a little better with um, bluegrass and country-ish <laughs> kind of music. Country-ish. Country-ish. Yeah. <laughs> Not full out, but ish. Uh, so yeah, but it took a long time, you know, and I thought maybe for a while I was going to be kind of electronic and I was like, no, no, that's not really what I want. I kind of always knew what I really wanted and what felt best, which is what I'm doing. <laughs> well, the thing is that there's also time to explore whatever you do want, like give yourself that time and like, it's cool that you're, yeah, that you're pursuing first the things that matter to you the most. And you'll get the best result, I think. I don't know. Yeah. What do I know? But, yeah. Yeah. Well, no, you have to kind of try things out. Yeah. What know? do you know, man? What do I know? I'm trying to give advice. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> um, it's true, yeah. though, right? Um, we need time and time to explore and experiment. Like, Michael, we we both know how that's not always available depending on what you're doing with your time. Yeah. Yeah. Time is really the most important resource we all have, yes. you know, this varying amounts of it. Right. And it's like, how long can I afford to go without a gig or without a, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's all, it's all relative when you have the time though, to create and you have the time to, to pursue this thing. You know, it, it's, well. It's a beautiful way to live yeah. too, you know, to create is just, there's magic in it. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. When, when you get to sit down and create something from nothing, I mean, that's magic. 
It really is. It's like writing a movie, you know, like every movie that we've ever seen that didn't exist at one point. Someone had to create it. Or Someone created it out of, out of nothing, you know, like yeah. nobody asked for it. <laughs> well, that extends to everything though. That extends to even like, like all the cool collectibles behind Ryan and all, all yeah. the products and things behind you and me. It's like that had to be a thought in someone's mind first before it got made, you know, it's yep. crazy. Yep. Somebody went out on a limb. Yeah. Somebody went out on a limb and decided what, to. Um, what was that Elon Musk quote? If people don't create things, there are no things. Yeah. If you don't make this stuff, there is no stuff. Yeah. Right. Right. It's very simple, but yet profound at the same time. Right. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. Someone has to create the stuff. It just doesn't happen on its own. You know, that's, that's true. Another thing like the of itself. So, um, most of the people that operate in a traditional um, type of life, their lives are enriched by all the creations of other people. Very so true. there has to be a portion of the population that creates, otherwise there's not going to be anything. I mean, <laughs> it's kind right. of a necessary thing to happen. Someone's got to do it. Yeah, that's for sure. I know my life's been enriched by all that. Everybody's, you know, dedication to writing music and movies and YouTube. YouTube's great. Even TikTok. Been into TikTok lately. TikTok's pretty cool. Just hours and hours and hours of entertainment. <laughs> yeah, it's almost too much. Yeah, right. No, it can right. suck you. It can be. Yeah, yeah totally can. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I just think that um you know, we're all in an interesting space and I'm, it's it's going to be cool to see how things evolve and um you know, even Yeah, I think we're all being we're all being leaders, you know, and creating a new kind of world. Even though it's digital, it's still a new world because we all live a little differently. So Yeah. Well, thank you for being here with us today. Yeah, for sure. Um, is there anything about your music that you would like to to say before we go here? Um, <clears throat> I would say, you know, the music, when I write music, I write about um, real things that I'm going through. And I always want to um, keep it real. Um I've had other folks tell me that what I, where I, what I write, they can really feel it. And that's because when I write a song, like I really feel it, you know, like I don't really write to, um, for other people just to try to sit within a model that, you know, I already know is going to work. Like I always write about as authentically as I can. Um, and so I'm hoping that, you know, as I continue this journey, um, to destination to the album that, you know, along the way, I'll find people who resonate with what I'm saying and feel deeply and feel deeply what probably, you know, maybe empathic, maybe they're even empathic to an extent. They just feel really deeply and um, connect with what I have to say. So, yeah. Yeah. It feels. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. The destination. Yeah. 
It's a destination. Yeah, I'm going to have a, a vinyl ready in December. So I'm excited for that. Vinyl. That's pretty yeah, crazy. Yeah, do the vinyl. How cool is that? Yeah, I'm excited for that. Going to finish up the album next month in May um, with my with the producer and send it off for printing. Do you have an anticipated release yet? Can you confirm or is that? I would say... I'm going to do December 1st. Um, okay. So I'm releasing a song every month off the album. That's right. Okay. It's available yeah, yeah, yeah. on Spotify. So maybe like half of it, a little less than half of it is available on Spotify under Lindsay Everly. Awesome. So you can listen, you know, you can listen to it there. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, the actual album will be finished releasing in November. And then the, the uh, vinyl will be ready in December. So in it'll December. be the first. How cool. Yes. That's exciting. Awesome. Yeah. I'm super excited. <laughs> Yay. I can't wait. <laughs> you know, I was wondering, uh, the question I like to ask here is if you have any other additional, and it can be about anything, but additional words of wisdom you'd like to share for, for our beautiful listeners. Um, I would say, let me see here. Um, <clears throat> one thing that I would love to say is, Wherever you're living, um, try to go out and watch some local live music. <laughs> uh, listening, you know, listening at home and listening, watching live streams is awesome. And we all love doing that. But like one thing that I love to see and, and you know, that just it's just such a good way to live, too, is don't forget to go out, you know, and watch some, and connect with people in person because it's, it's beautiful. To, to really, you, you just get so much, you, you feel a lot when you listen to a recording, you know, and, and of course that's where we'll always have recordings, but when you go out to watch somebody, you know, play their song live, it's just a whole new dimension of really experiencing music. So I love it. Well, the energy is just so different with live. Yeah. Yeah. Live music. Yeah. I love it. We've all been cooped up. So like, just don't forget to go out. <laughs> <laughs> try try to do that when i can um yeah i appreciate that very much appreciate your time and, and all that good stuff uh ryan what about you man you got well actually hang on before i pass pass the ball to you ryan uh Lindsay, uh where do you uh, i'm assuming website social where do you where if mm -hmm. our listeners want to reach out to you to be already asked this question where where do we go yeah, yeah. Um, you can reach me on Instagram. I hang out there quite a bit. Lindsay, L-I-N-D-S-A-Y, and then Everly, E-V-E-R-L-Y. Um, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, um, and I have a website, lindsayeverly.com. Super easy. You can DM me here. Yeah. Cool. I'm available to hang out. <laughs> <laughs> you can check out the music on Spotify. About six songs are out, so Yeah. Go do it, folks. Take a listen. You'll enjoy yourselves. Um, thank you. Yeah. Thank you so much. Ryan. Thank you too. Uh, you, absolutely. Uh, Ryan, again, I'll, I'll, I will hand it over to you, sir. What about what, any words of wisdom, final words of wisdom you'd like to share with the beautiful listeners? Let's just be wild and free, baby. I love it. Uh, I feel it. All right. Well, folks, um, we know you love it you know we love you that's what i'm trying to say get the words out bye I hear inside the sound.